Hello and welcome to Family on the Rock, a podcast exploring marriage, parenting, and theology through the lens of Christ our Rock. My name is Alana Oliver and I am here with my husband Justin. Join us today as we seek to honor God with our discussion. Hey, Justy. Hey, Lanny. How you doing tonight? Oh, I'm good, honey. How you doing? Well, uh, you know the drill. We've had a we've had an interesting day. <laughs> it's been uh, it's been busy. Um, it's cold outside, so we thought we'd take our mm-hmm. kids to the mall and let them just run wild. Emphasis on wild. Yes, it was it was a day full of toddler temper tantrums and dirty diapers and babies. That would not settle, but we are here and we made it. Absolutely, and even through all the chaos and hurricane of kids, they are still a huge blessing. They are a huge blessing, and we have to remind ourselves that sanctification is the name of the game in parenting, Mm. especially after a day like today. But it was good, and and we did have a good time with our kids. It's uh, the month of February still, and we're actually recording this podcast earlier than we thought we would. Yeah, actually, I'm pretty proud of us. We're ahead of schedule. When are we ever ahead of schedule? It's rare. (laughs) So here we are. And uh, if you listen to the last episode, the very first episode of this podcast, you will know that our topic today is dating your spouse. One of my favorite things to do. Yes, actually me too. And, And like we said in the last episode, we have a ton of weaknesses. We have by no means arrived. We've been married for eight years. We have a lot of things to work on. But one thing that we are strong in, so we thought we'd deal, we'd lead with a good thing about mm-hmm. ourselves, <laughs> is that we date well. You know what? We do date well. And I think it's because we realize, like I said last week, we realize the importance of it, especially now when our life is full of kids. Yes, it's it can be chaotic. And honestly, um, we date more and better now than when we were actually dating before we were married. Mm-hmm. And it's because we have to set aside time for it. So we're more intentional about it. And um, we want to put a disclaimer on this. Um, we do, as we said in the last episode, have a huge support system. People that help us have a good dating relationship by taking care of our kids when we want to go out. We have grandparents galore mm-hmm. all around us. Yeah, we are We are so blessed by just our families who really take a step up and we just want to publicly thank you right now for just giving us that amazing, amazing gift. Yes, it is a gift. It's a huge gift. And one thing that I want to encourage couples is if you don't have that support system, it doesn't need to be grandparents, right? Yeah, absolutely. This is why we have church community. We are knitted together, knit together in a, a community that allows us to lean on each other. So if you're a couple that hasn't had a date night, you know, in six months because you've got a couple kids, um, Give us a call. (laughs) Give us a call. (laughs) Drop off all your children. Um, But in all seriousness, all the more reason to plug into a community where Mm. you can make good friends that you trust and that you can just drop your kids off, you know, once every week or two, you can do the the kids swap thing. So they go out one week oh, that's and another you go good out yeah. another week. Those are important things. And you know what? You don't get there. You don't get those kind of friends without being very um, dedicated to the cause, right? So please plug into a community. God has given us the, each other um, for this very purpose to, to support each other. Yeah. And so when we were discussing about the whole importance of dating your spouse, actually, Alana did some research that's not a surprise as she's a researcher. Mm-hmm. And we found some really great articles, both Christian and non-Christian, that stress the importance of dating your spouse. Yeah, I was actually very surprised. So I thought, oh, you know what? Let's just take this from a Christian worldview and let's just take it then from a from a secular worldview and see where the two meet. And I was pleasantly surprised to see that 
they actually have much, much common ground. You know, um, the, uh, the secular articles that I pulled said the very same thing as the Christian articles that I pulled, meaning that both Christians and non-Christians tend to agree that dating your spouse is a very, very important thing. So yeah. that's kind of cool that there, there are not a lot of issues where we can find common ground with our, uh, our non-Christian friends, but this seems to be one of them. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, guys, if the world is telling us how important this is, as image bearers of Christ, we need to demonstrate you know, who we are by leading the cause, by being the people who get this right. Yeah, yeah. This is all the more reason to date and date well, date your spouse well, right? Amen. Um, so we're just going to kind of hone in on um, an article that we pulled from desiringgod.org. There's, like I said, there's quite a few good articles and we will reference them along the way, but let's focus on this article written by Ben... Roche? <laughs> we're trying to Sorry, Ben. Out. Sorry, Ben. We just botched your name, but we're trying to figure it out, and that's what we're going to go with. Ben Roche um, from <laughs> DesiringGod.org. It's called Date Your Wife, Six Suggestions for Leading with Love. So it is kind of, um, it's written to husbands, uh, but it definitely Ayo. it has principles that can be applied to both men and women. So um, let's, without further ado, let's just, let's just dig in, right? Yeah, absolutely. So when we were actually, before we really get into that, when we were thinking about the importance of dating your spouse, a very important verse came to my oh, mind, actually. Right, yeah. um, it comes from the book of Song of Solomon. It's chapter 2, verse 7. It's repeated a couple times throughout the book, and it says the following. It says, I adjure you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles or by the does of the field, that you do not stir up or awaken love until it pleases. Yeah, and thank you for bringing that uh, to light because I almost forgot about it. And it is a very important verse. It's one that we've been kind of mulling over in our heads uh, for the past day or yeah. so. Um, it's important to realize that, you know, the Bible says to not awaken romantic feelings until you are within mm -hmm. a covenant marriage. Um, <clears throat> meaning that you're, you should really, you know, marriage is not the place where romance goes to die. It is the no. place where romance goes to thrive and to get its start. Absolutely. Marriage is literally the place where love is awakened. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to awaken love prior to marriage because we know, um, that that's just not God honoring and it's not what, uh, Christians should seek to do. And one yeah. day we will do an episode on our views on yep, absolutely. Um, you know dating because we feel like there is a place for Christian dating. Mm -hmm. But just know that Christian dating is more about friendship. Uh, obviously, marriage is hugely about friendship, but this is where the romance comes in the moment you say I do, right? Absolutely. And I, I can just say I married my best friend. Likewise. So BFFs. So why don't we get into this article? Um, uh, six specific ways you can... Um, Make your time together uh, a reality. Six specific ways that you can really start the whole process of dating your spouse. Yeah, making it a little more intentional. So the first one he mentions is um, really more about the about preparing for date night. Uh, it's about rest and the importance of being rested before your date night. And it seems super elementary, super simple, but it's one that we forget. Um, I can't count the number of times that we have tried to my exhaustion. Maybe I've, I'm an English mm. teacher online, so maybe I've been exhausted because I've taught late at night or the kids have kept us up, but whatever it is, um, getting your rest before date night will make it that much more, um, impactful in your marriage. Yeah, absolutely. Alana is a very, very hard worker and she does a lot of things during the day as well as take care of the kids in the, in the home. Um, so really 
I do whatever I can to make sure that when we go on a date night, she is well rested because when she's rested, I know our communication is better. Our our talking is just a lot more relaxed and we really connect to each other on that deeper level. Yeah. And this is exactly what we're talking about being intentional. Um, Justin is very good at this. He intentionally comes home on like a Friday night when he's going to take me out. We usually give the kids food. We we feed them before the grandparents come over to watch them. So instead of making me not making me, but instead of, you know, allowing me even to clean up the dishes, he like ushers me off to go get ready for the day night, go have a nice shower. Um, and he'll take care of the kids, clean up their little messes, change their diapers, clean up the dinner dishes while I get ready. And literally ladies, it allows me to get in the headspace. It, it makes me transition from mom to uh, wife in a way that is helpful mm. for our dating relationship. And so when I walk out of that bedroom yeah. and I'm ready and dressed and ready to go, I'm not feeling the weight of the day. I'm not feeling um, the busyness of it. I'm just ready to ch- chat with my best friend. Yeah, absolutely, guys. And this is this is a time where you really just step up. You Obviously, you know your lady. You know what she's been doing throughout the day. And make sure you just gauge it. See where she's at when it comes to her exhaustion and just see where you can help out. Absolutely. And ladies, what we can do is we can try and plan our days accordingly. So, you know, if Friday night's date night, um, maybe we don't do a hundred things during the day. Maybe we keep it simple and we just let the kids, you know, read some books at home, maybe watch some TV. (gasps) Yes, I know TV. Um, (laughs) Go ahead. Judge me. Um, And um, uh, just a little TV while you do a couple loads of laundry, get the house clean, ready for the sitters, whatever it is. So rest important um, before your date night. Mm. Um, Okay. And then um, another thing that he mentions is, Uh, I think we missed one. Yes, setting realistic expectations, which I feel like we need to spend a little time on this because when we tell people that we date and date often, people often get the misconception that we have a lot of money to do so. Yeah, and you know what? This is part of my, my broken nature is that I think that I need to just have explosive fireworks every single date night with my wife. And you know what? I've also grown over the past eight years to know her better than that, that literally all she really wants is just time alone Mm -hmm. with me. Absolutely. I think you get stressed out. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you get stressed out sometimes, not lately, because we have a we have a good uh, flow in our dating relationship now. But you get stressed out. You used to get stressed out thinking that I wanted, you know, a five star meal, the works every single time. But honestly, you hit the nail on the head. I just want your attention, your time, and I just want to talk to you about life. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said before, it doesn't need to break the bank. Absolutely not. In fact, I don't think it should. Um, I think there's a place for going and doing something special together. I think that maybe on average we plan a really special date twice a month yeah where we go out for like an extra special dinner maybe bi-weekly we do that Mm -hmm. um but more than anything we do we are blessed we are able to get out of the house um uh not necessarily for a nice dinner but for a dinner you know thai food whatever it is um just to chat in a different environment other than our home um so we do that probably once a week Um, and then one thing that we have loved doing lately is putting our kids to bed um our kids have a bedtime we feel like that's really important we can have time together to talk and literally we've been turning off the phones, turning off the Netflix and just chatting after they go to bed. Absolutely. And you know what? Sometimes that's literally just making sure that you kind of remove yourself from the situation. When we actually have our, our 
dates where we just talk during the night after work or after the kids go to bed, we make sure that we don't do it in front of the TV so that the temptation's not even there. Honestly, we usually just sit in front of the fireplace and just talk where it's nice and warm and a relaxed atmosphere. Yeah, it's definitely um, something that we've been trying to implement more because we realized for a while that we would have good intentions to chat, yeah, but yeah. then we would sit down and we'd be like, hey, you know, there's a new episode of like <laughs> Law and Order up or whatever. Like, maybe let's just bum, watch bum, that. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Yeah. And that's how the night would end, you know, with that theme song. Um, So we were like, let's remove ourselves from the TV. Let's put our phones upstairs and just be together. And that has served us very well. And actually, it's something that we literally look forward to at the end of every day. Oh, yeah. It's literally kind of the exhale of my day. Yes. It's that's a great way to put it. It's the it's the resting place. Um, and honestly, so all that is to say, we're not saying extravagant dates. No. You don't like that kind of a date. You don't even need a babysitter for No, you just need a little bit of a schedule and a little bit mm-hmm. of a routine in your life so that yep. you can be diligent in making sure that you get a long time. Right. Yeah. And be prepared. You know, kids, they want their mom or dad. They might have a little bit of rough time. You know, it's OK if you have to go up to their yeah. bedroom every once in a while, calm them down, give them some water. Just make sure that you just keep it stress free. Yeah, absolutely. And we are going through a time with our two-year-old where he literally Oy. will be up for like three hours calling our name. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we feel you. If you're going through that, we feel you. Which leads me to my next point, And I think this sums it up too. Like you still need to get out of the house though. Yep. Right? Like and absolutely. This guy, the, the guy mm-hmm. that wrote this um, has as his fourth point, removing distractions. Yeah. So not only like the the electronics and everything. Oh, sorry. He says removing yourself. So the piles of laundry, maybe they're not going anywhere because you are busy. Maybe the stacks of paper are piling up and you're just not ready to deal with them. But you can leave your home and you can get out of the house and not be in an environment that stresses you out. And that's important for a dating relationship. So those kind of all go together, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, just to reiterate your point, get yourself out of the house if that's necessary. And you know what? Kids are also a distraction. Sometimes, you know, the best time to go out a date night is, you know, when the kids are still up, but just remove yourself from them. Yeah. So let's have that talk right now because I do, we say yeah. this with such love and, and just a heart love for you marriages. Guys. We do. We love you guys. Um, but you can't have your kids around all the time. I'm sorry. It's true. You can't. We know you love them. We have three children who we just are crazy about, but it pains me when I hear couples say that mm. they haven't been out alone together in months. You know what? Not only does it do a disservice to you as a couple, it does a disservice to your kids. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It puts them in a place in your life where they don't belong. Right. Um, Justin and I, are we believe that parenthood is an amazing, glorious calling. We believe children are a blessing. We believe all those things. But we also believe that marriage over motherhood and fatherhood, meaning that we don't neglect our parenting responsibilities, but our marriage is the most important earthly relationship that we will ever enter into. Mm -hmm. And we need to safeguard that. You can't safeguard it if you don't have time to talk and to Mm -hmm. be intimate. Let's just be real. I mean, that's a huge part of it, too, right? Absolutely. And you know what? Kids feel the safest when mom and dad love each other and when it's shown and demonstrated. Yeah. They really do. And uh, I even notice like my three year old is hilarious because the other night we were getting ready for a date night. He comes into the bathroom <laughs> and he's like, so uh, is daddy taking you out tonight? <laughs> like he just knows when mommy actually puts on makeup, it must be because daddy and mommy are going out together. And I just thought that was so precious because 
he knew how excited I was about it. He could feel it. And he when we came it. home, he asked us about it. And we just got to talk to him and tell him. Yeah. We just, mommy and daddy are best friends. And we got to spend time together. You know how that feels when you get to spend time with your best friend? And he can relate to that, right? And, and it's important that he knows that. So, yeah, that's our talk. And once again, it goes back to what we were saying earlier in the episode about finding a community where you can drop your kids off and have one-on-one time. And mm-hmm. even if it means you just go out for coffee, like go on a coffee date once a week, Absolutely. start there, leave the kids with um, a sitter, a grandparent or a friend. For you know what? An leave hour. them with us. <laughs> okay. Calm down now. Um, <laughs> but like for an hour guys, just 45 minutes of your time. Even we just, we just feel like just start there, start somewhere. And yeah. as you gain momentum, as your kids get older, it will get easier. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know what? I would recommend that you all just we are going to post the link to the 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 Desiring God article in the in the Facebook group. Just take a read over. We didn't go through every every point in detail, uh, but just take some time, look it over. And you know what, guys, this is an investment in your marriage. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. It's absolutely an investment in your marriage. Um, make date night affordable. Make it regular. Make it fun. Um, you know, go for a walk by the, you know, by the water, take a, take a class together. Like these are just all just ideas we're throwing out at you guys because we want to make the point that dating is important, but it's less about what you do Mm. and just more about just getting out together. Yeah. And you know what, actually (laughs) you might remember this. I'm sure you do. One of our favorite date nights in our past was literally, we would just go to a large department store, Mm. grab a coffee and walk around. Are we not allowed to say the department store? It's a painful, <laughs> painful reality. We are Canadian and we no longer have Target. Target but was our date night. Target was our boo. Like we loved Target. <laughs> we're going to Florida in a few months and Target is oh. where we're like, we're more excited about Target than Disney World. Not going to lie. It is our Disney. Yeah. So we would go there when, when Roman, our first was very young, we would go there and we would literally just like circle target and look at sales with the starbucks in hand and that was some of the best conversations that we ever had and we had so much fun yes so we miss you target walmart does not do it for us um so i want to share one more verse with you guys um and it's hebrews 13 4 and it reads marriage should be honored by all and marriage and the marriage bed kept pure for God will judge the adulterer and the sexually immoral. So I want to focus on the part um, marriage should be honored by all. Another translation reads that marriage should be held in high esteem. And I just think, think about that. We need to hold marriage in mm. such a place that others know that it is important to us. How yeah. many marriages can you think of where you question whether or not those two people really value each other? Yeah. And you know what? The world right now has such a tainted view on marriage. You know what? I work with a lot of non-Christians. We all know a lot of non-Christians. A lot of people hate marriage. They just have a sour taste about it. But you know what? When we make intentions of taking our spouse out for a date, this shows that, you know what? Marriage is great. Marriage is fun. And you know what? It's it's just a time where you can literally be with your best friend. And uh, if you don't feel like you're your spouse's best friend then we love you once again. Yeah. Marriage is tough, guys. We 
have not gotten, we haven't even scraped the surface of what we've been through in our eight years of marriage, but we have had some deep waters that we've treaded through and God, God has been there and he has redeemed us. He's redeemed our story. Praise Mm. him. But honestly, we know what it feels like to be in a marriage that isn't fruitful. We know what it feels like to be in a marriage where you feel like you're at a dead end street, but you have to fight through it. And one Mm. way that you can do that is obviously, um, accountability, uh, God's word, absolutely uh, instrumental Mm -hmm. in healing a marriage. Um, But another thing you can start with is the date night, something as simple as taking your spouse out for coffee Mm -hmm. and, uh, and just letting them know that you were thinking about them during the day and that you are, you're there for them, right? Exactly. You're hitting it right there. Date night is a communication tool. Like literally Ah. it communicates to your spouse that they are worth it, that they are worth the, the money, the time, you know, they're worth the effort and the intentions behind it. Um, so this is the Huffington Post article. And let's just pull a quick quote from there just so that just because I think it's really, uh, really cool to see this from a, a secular perspective. Yeah. Um, but it says marriages that lack intimacy and closeness tend to be unsatisfying, unstable and highly conflictual. Mm. These relationships are associated with an increased risk of distress, physical illness and poor psychological adjustment. Um so institutionalizing date night is not only fun, but it can protect your marriage from deterioration and it can keep your he- your you and your spouse more healthy, happy and able to manage your stressors, um, your life stressors. So that's straight from the Huffington Post. Yep. And they they hit the nail on the head, don't you think? Absolutely. Like literally the, the world is seeing this as exactly it's important and like i said earlier how much more should we show that importance by being the leaders of it and uh and quick uh disclaimer here does date night save us does date night save our marriages no no absolutely jesus saves our marriages right that's right but being true to scripture and holding marriage in that high esteem that hebrews says um the book of hebrews tells us to do you know, we, Jesus, we're giving the, the Lord a chance to work. And mm-hmm. so does date night save our marriages? No, Jesus saves our marriages. Um, yep. But date night is just like Justin said, it's a tool in the toolbox of mm-hmm. marriage. Absolutely. And the Lord is a master carpenter. Yes. Praise God. Absolutely. He's still working on me. <laughs> As the song goes. Yes. So maybe this is a good place to wrap it up. What do you think? Yeah, and we want to encourage you guys that if you have any more suggestions of topics, feel free to just drop us a a comment on our Facebook page. Absolutely. What you guys want to hear is what we want to talk about. We want you to benefit from this podcast by God's grace. And we thank you for listening today. And and please um, let us know what you think. Uh, We want to hear your comments about this episode specifically. Tell us where we can improve. Tell us what you liked. And we hope you join us again next week for another episode of Family on the Rock. We thank you for listening to Family on the Rock. You can follow us on our Facebook page and subscribe to us on iTunes. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.